everybody doing it's early sunday morning you guys are up this early on sunday what are you doing guys are you some kind of hard worker or something are you some kind of guy that goes and just gets things done all the time and the early bird gets the worm so to speak good to hear that how is everybody welcome to the show guys good to see you radical raptor raw chaos for you john fernandez is in the building and the legendary D-Man, good to see you guys. Welcome to the stream. I'm fixing to be working. I hear you, brother. I'm going in today myself, sir. Good to see you. Guys, if you don't know, chaos for you is our resident game streamer here. Chaos, when I was talking about video games yesterday, obviously I was not talking about you, as in you are a streamer and you need to keep on doing that. You might be able to get the, you know, blow up on there and do your thing full time. Game streamers make a ton of money, chaos, so... Super duper proud of what you're doing, man. I know, I know uh, I don't get to come in as much as I should, but I do recognize that game streaming will help you out a lot. I talk a lot of shit sometimes about guys don't be lazy and play games all day. If you're streaming and you're working on getting that taken off, do your thing by all means. Good to see everybody. Discipline equals freedom. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Yeah, man. Overtime for the win. Dude, good for you, sir. Good for you. Watching this thing on mute. Good to see you. Absolute knowledge seekers. Good to see you, man. Thanks for coming through, buddy. Appreciate it. Guys, let's talk about some of these women are misandrist. Did you know misandrist was a word? I did it. And when I typed it into Google, I mean, I did. But, you know, when I typed it into Google, it's very hard to find this word. Like misogynist keeps coming up. It's like, oh, did you mean misogynist? Oh, did you mean misogynist? Oh, did you mean you don't like... No, I didn't. I did not mean that, actually. <laughs> Let's see here. Miss Sandry. There you go. Misandry. Misandrist. A person who dislikes, despises, or strongly prejudiced against men. Now, again, let me just get this up here. I'm not saying that women can be misandrist because it says strongly prejudiced against men. And we know that the idea of prejudice comes from a formed opinion, not based on actual interactions with the other people. So technically they can't be in the same way that men can't be misogynist. 
just by definition alone. But uh, let's see. Let me share that with you guys so you can take a look. Here you go, guys. So as you can see, clearly, you know, misandrous women who don't like men for the same reason that men don't like women, according to the definition of the two words. But again, those are both based on the idea of prejudice and prejudice in itself as is defined as not having relations or any type of understanding or dealings with the other people, men or women. So quite frankly, neither one of us can be that. But these are the labels women like to throw around because they feel empowered when they use labels against people instead of naughty names. Iridium Kush, good morning, sir. Good luck on your flight, sir. Or have a good flight, I should say, anyways. Obviously, good luck on it, but good to see you, Kush. I can definitely pay attention in chat, so no worries. No worries. <clears throat> yes, no one ever talks about it. You know why? Because we men are so busy working and doing fun and men stuff that we're not... We're not constantly in this battle and this back and forth that women appear to be in with men. I don't know why women appear to be in this or why this ever was a good idea for them, but we are not trying to compare ourselves to them. But for some reason, they got everything's got to be fair and they got to be just as good as us or better than us. Like, I don't know. Who knows what the hell they're doing, quite frankly. Anyways, let's get into today's video. You're not helping men. You're just taking advantage of them. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, guys. Let's listen. This lady is talking about men who make videos for men. This lady is talking about men who make videos to help men. She's not even talking. Let's here you go. Let's get into it. Welcome back to another. Now, obviously, we can clearly see that this is the feminist that's been hating on men for years, allegedly. Rachel, you know what I mean? Allegedly. She made a, a, a video about Masad, well, about MGTOW years ago. It was not a good video, guys, but just know that she did indeed make it. Cubing Speed, good to see you. Ah, good to see him. Anyways. Let's get back into it and see what she's talking about. The video today, we are revisiting the Instagram account of Brendan Schmidt. Ah, boy, Rachel, are you still lonely and single? Are you still lonely and single and making videos? You made a lot of videos about men won't do what you want to do. Hmm. Let's just find out for sure. It looks like she's still stalking this guy on uh, Instagram also. Who goes by Masculine Revival. Sounds like a great name, Masculine Revival. That sounds needed, actually. That sounds healthy. A dangerous misogynist with a scarily large following. Ah, uh, okay, so he's a dangerous misogynist with a, a large following. I made a video on him and his Instagram account the other week, but he has so many more posts I want to discuss, and that's what we're going to be looking at today. You don't Damn, you've been stalking his Instagram page hard, girl. You don't need to have seen the other video to watch this one, but if you want to, I will leave a card to it on screen now, and it will be linked in the video description as well. In summary, Brendan is a misogynistic, homophobic, and transphobic idiot who dresses... Wow. <laughs> Wow, Rachel. So 
Look, uh, making the claim that he is all of those other things is certainly one thing, but to outwardly call him an idiot himself, I mean, that seems a little pejorative, ne uh, negative, maybe? No? You got a crush on him, Rachel? Up his intolerances. I'm just helping men be real men, honest. And the worst part is he takes real issues which do affect men and should be addressed. What the fucking business of it is yours, Rachel? You're a woman. You see, he has more business talking about helping men and talking to men than you do because you're not a man, I don't think. Mate, I mean, again, anything's possible today, but I don't think you are, so... And uses them instead to put other people down and encourage the oppression of women. Oh, Jesus Christ, women. Will you stop with this oppression bullshit? Nobody's oppressing you. You got it better than you've ever had it, and you're bitching more than you ever have. You're more entitled and more bitchy than you've ever been, women, and you've got it easier than you've ever had it. So what's the deal? He is an absolute nightmare. The first person... He is an absolute nightmare. What we're going to be looking at today is titled, Women Aren't Wired to Be Providers. And women Aren't Wired to Be Providers, guys. <clears throat> I'm, not, I'm not repeating the title. I'm saying it now. I'm not saying it to be misogynist. I'm telling you, I said this last night on the stream, which is no longer up. I'll put it up on my Patreon because it needs to be put up off site from YouTube. It's just too much for YouTube, quite frankly. It's just too much. So uh, I'll have to d put that stream up in a different area. I'll let y'all know when I get that done. But um, yeah, Rachel, women aren't designed to be out slaughtering the you know gazelle or whatever or bringing home the they're just not designed for it because trauma affects women differently than it affects men real men it just does real men can process trauma and deal with it yes be emotional if necessary for a little while and get on with their business but unfortunately it, it does play a very heavy toll on women trauma tends to make women masculine guys this is why you'll see as women get older, they'll become more masculine, more strong, more not strong, but like angry and bitter. Not the sweet, innocent little girls that they used to be. So. And is absolutely laughable. His caption reads, can women provide? Absolutely. Oh boy. Well, let's do this again real quick since we did it last night. Okay, Rachel, let's take a look and see. Let's take a look and see. So women, you girls are going to be providing. I mean, we're just playing by your rules here, women. If you want to provide, here you go. This is what that looks like, women. The national average in the United States of America for women's salary is $25,000. So look, Rachel, I'm not trying to say you can't provide. I'm just saying we might need, we might need the man to have at least a job also. Um, because you're not really wired to be long-term providers. Just because by nature your body's definite, I mean, it has other things it's supposed to be doing. Theoretically, Rachel, if they weren't so mad at men for some reason like you are, your body would be doing these other things. But it's, you know, you're, you're super angry. Oh, let's dive back into your video, though. This is a lot of fun. 
makes women happiest and most fulfilled while playing the role of provider within a family? Absolutely not. This is true, actually. Most women are not happy. More women than ever are out in the workplace and doing what they want to do and doing it their own way and and just miserable, absolutely miserable for some reason. I don't know why that is, but too thin for you, John Fernandez? I mean, <clears throat> I agree. She does look like a gunny sack full of antlers. You know what I mean? She does look like a bag, uh, what, a pillowcase full of antlers, you know, bones sticking out everywhere. But I could do it if she wasn't so hateful towards men, but she is a misandrist. She does not like men at all. She has a strong prejudice and she thinks only her opinion matters. Men, you're not allowed to have an opinion about men and men helping men and men being men. She's gonna tell you how to men better because she's a better man than any of us men. But this is the modern entitled woman, oblivious to the irony that she's talking about. Oblivious, D-man coming through. Dropping it off, guys. Here's a link here. Don't unalive yourself if you need to. Follow that link and take care of yourself. Get some help. D-Man, thanks for supporting the channel. Here's the It's a Bitches gonna get you for you. It's a Bitches that'll get you. It's a Bitches that'll get you. It's a Bitches that'll get you. Ah. Excellent. A little Gatorade in the morning. Nothing like it, boys. Let's dive back into the show here. Hopefully, Rachel doesn't think I'm a dangerous misogynist. Don't you just love it when a man tells you what does and does not make you as a woman happy? Well, you women don't seem to know that you're how unhappy you are. I mean, you're on here just ragging men constantly and just, which is what it is, but like you don't seem to know that when you're not happy and then you blow up and have an and like I'm not I haven't been happy in years and we're like I know I've been telling you like you're you're a miserable person. We've been telling you you're a miserable person not to be mean or pejorative to you but like can we help y'all in some kind of way because y'all don't seem happy ever about anything ever and you should be because everything is going your way any crazy thing you guys throw up into the atmosphere seems to stick for some reason with the public and society and then it becomes the new normal and yeah it's totally normal to be a cat in public like what are y'all doing i really don't understand what but then again i look you you seem totally happy go ahead and always know as best right yes he goes on to say Tell me I'm wrong. Man as breadwinner, protector, and leader. Yeah. Yeah, that's the way it's always supposed to be. That's the way the Bible says it's supposed to be. If you're a Christian person, if there's any religious uh, uh, left in you, they haven't beaten it out of you. But yet, um, technically, the man is supposed to provide. And look, here's the thing, guys. Here's the wacky world thing. Like we talk about hypergamy and then bouncing to the better and better paycheck and penis. But again, this is the take the the evilness of hypergamy out and like yeah a, a man should provide for a lady it's a romantic thing it's a romantic idea provided now not in this environment i'm talking about 100 years ago when they were what's called appreciative you see today they're not what we know as uh nice or kind or loving or loyal or appreciative they don't appreciate the men who provide for them. And then they want a man who provides more money. 
which in the nature of itself is a low level lack of uh, respect or appreciation for the man who signed up to provide anything for you, quite frankly, even if it's not enough to suit your whims and fancies, ladies. Um, it's very disrespectful for you to do that, but do what you do. A woman is stay at home wife, mother yeah. and homemaker is the best relationship model in existence. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. When it was running smoothly, there were no real problems except for the problems that women made. But think about it, guys. No offense, ladies. But like when when this was the system, y'all were a lot happier. The whole country wasn't on head meds or three fourths of you anyways. I mean, this this was the best possible system in existence that we've ever tried as human beings. And it has a proven track record. But right now, your little feminist, whatever the fuck you're doing, whatever this is, ain't working out real well. For men, women, people quit mating, people quit getting married. Y'all are trying to find out why men are even talking about y'all and trying to tell you that we can talk about men, but you guys aren't allowed to talk about us. You're not allowed to talk about us. Here's a video I made about men. Well, I mean, you're doing, you know, it's like, come on, come on, Rachel, catch on. You're wrong. Ah. Does he realize that different people have different talents and skills and all good relationships play to these individual talents instead of having to push people into tiny boxes based on something as arbitrary as gender? Let's also mention that he's completely ignoring the existence of same-sex couples and couples that have... Word salad. <laughs> he's not ignoring the existence of same-sex couples. He's ignoring it like in a way because it's irrelevant to the conversation of men and women because the conversation of men and women doesn't involve same-sex couples. <clears throat> you understand same-sex couples do what you do, but like the involvement of men and women in relationships, we don't give a fuck about same-sex couples because they're not part of our relationships as men and women together. See, we're different sex relationships here is what we're focused on fixing men and women. Everybody else, you're on your own, have fun one or both partners be non-binary or polyamorous relationships. Oh my He's God, they're still trying to sell this shit about polyamory. These women, guys, I'd be honest with you. They can't get one man to commit to them. And they're like, I need more multiple men, guys. I should be able to have multiple men. I should be able. That's just sexual. That just says you're a 304. That doesn't say you're a good woman. That doesn't say you're marriage material. You can't get one damn man to marry most of y'all. And y'all are out here like, we need multiple men apiece. So I could have plenty of men and I can make many men happy. And nope, you, one of y'all makes one man miserable, period. It's a, just a proven track record. Millions of people long over the last hundred years. Why don't you try learning how to be pleasant or nice to be around? You know, not a pain in the ass. Why don't y'all try to learn how to master that? No offense. All of these and more. Also, just from personal experience, I've never really seen this myself. When I was a kid, my mum was the one who worked and supported my family for most of our childhood with my- What a surprise. Where was your dad at? Brother and his family. His wife is the one who earns the most money while my brother works part-time to look after the kids. That's fucked up. And my sister is incredibly happy being, well, she's currently engaged to this wonderful woman and they both work. Well, Rachel, this is why you're alone. 
You're telling us about all these people that we don't know, that we'll never know, that we don't care about, and is totally irrelevant to the title of your video or the person that you're actually in the process of speaking about. You're telling us all of this erroneous information uh, that just doesn't matter whatsoever about anything. Just to ramble. And you're, you can't figure out why you're alone, huh? Work and kind of contribute equally and make decent money. And, and I'm pretty sure that even though my relationship with my partner is still quite new. Oh, you have a partner. Notice she didn't say a man. Let's just, let's just marinate on that for a minute. We don't live together or anything like that. I'm pretty sure I earn more money than he does. And that's how oh. he is. Oh, it is a he and they don't live together. Ah, I understand. And it's a new relationship, you say, Rachel. Ah, well, what, pray tell, could possibly go wrong once he gets to know you a little bit? Far more tidy and organized and better at keeping his flat clean than I am. Different skills. Oh, you're a slob. Okay. As you know, this isn't a gender thing. It's not. Right. Oh, you're a woman, so you do this. No. Why do you keep doing the baby voices to mock people? Always men when you do it. Why do you do that, Rachel? Are you angry at men? Do you not like men? Different individuals have different skills and you should split roles according to what your strengths and weaknesses are. As Word salad. Where's the dangerous misogynist you started this conversation talking about? I'm just curious, Rachel. I'm just curious. We're two minutes and 43 seconds in. You started off talking about this guy. The title of your video is some dumb shit like you're not helping men. You're taking advantage of them. Where's what? What are we talking about exactly here? You and your partner's relationship? Your sister's lesbian relate? Like, what are we talking about? Individuals, not what gender you are. It's ridiculous. Brendan says, honoring physical and emotional differences between men and women isn't sexist. It's common sense and a recipe for a functional, thriving relationship. Actually, it is sexist when you As Brendan guy sounds like he's all right. Try and force people into roles based on gender. Roles that you as an individual have decided is just what's best for them. In yeah, well, I mean, quite frankly, it's worked great for society. And now that you guys have the freedom to just kind of whatever it is you're doing, uh, society's crumbling. I don't know if you've noticed. Instead of taking into account that, you know, they're individuals. I don't know how many times I have to keep saying this. He says a lot of this, like, I'm not sexist, I'm not misogynistic, before going on to say things that are incredibly sexist and misogynistic. It's a pattern with him. Oh, it's a pattern with him. We must, well, Rachel, we must punish him. We must tell him he's not behaving the way we want him to behave. It's all about what we think and what we want because we're the... We're the dictator of everything, right, Rachel? It's all up to you to, to, to decide how humans should act and behave. And if they don't, it's a pattern and when, they must be punished, right? Isn't that what you're suggesting, Rachel? Um, in another post, he briefly talks about why everyone should be having kids. And at one point he shares this tweet from someone else who says, babies are expensive is anti-natalist propaganda, reusable cotton diapers, breast milk, feeding a little food off your plate, not using toxic healthcare systems for this is all great information guys when i was a young man at all of my family functions the mothers and fathers aunts and uncles would feed little bits of food and stuff to the baby 
little ones, not nothing crazy, not a turkey leg, but I mean, little mashed potatoes, little stuff like that, little little chewed up biscuit, not chewed up, but like crumbled up, you know? Checkups, clothes made and gifted from relatives. They want you to think it's expensive so you don't stop. And chaos, this is the problem. They're, they don't understand this, but they're trying to tell men how to be men and they don't know how to be men. They don't even like who men actually are as men. Just by being a man without, you know, just existing, you know, as a human being, your own person. They don't like that. They want to change it to you need to behave like this. You're not my mother, lady. Piss off. All of you ladies, stop. Families, no. Babies are expensive. Simple as that. It is a fact. And babies being too expensive is a good enough reason to decide for yourself that you don't want to have kids. That's fine. But it's not a reason to tell other people that they shouldn't have kids either. You know, that's an important thing to mention. I myself am not an antenatalist, but I am child free by choice. And while child free by choice. So Rachel, you couldn't find anybody to drop one off in there. I mean, that's what it sounds like more to me. I mean, no offense. I'm not trying to be mean to you, but just listening to this story that you're telling and we're this far into it and all the, it sounds awful. Like it sounds like from a man's perspective, you are an attractive young woman. I'll say that outright. But listening to you is torture. Like you're so opinionated and you think you know everything and you're obviously very young and don't know anything about anything. Or you don't understand how ironic it is that you're guilty of doing exactly what you're saying that men are doing, but you're just doing it to men. So you think it doesn't matter, but it does matter because men also are equal. Remember equality, Rachel? Remember acceptance, accepting people for who they are? Go ahead. I'm very happy to talk about my Oh yeah, you're very happy. Child free status and ideas and beliefs. And I'm very open about it. I want to reduce the stigma around it. I'd never tell other people whether they can or can't have kids. I don't have a problem with other people having kids at all. Fully support that good for you. But we do have to be honest, regardless of who you are and where you live, having a kid is expensive. That's not saying you don't have a kid. You can't like you can't talk on that, guys. <clears throat> this chick here doesn't have a kid. She said she's gladly child free or chooses to be child free. She has no fucking idea. This, this is a little girl trying to talk to you and tell her you how educated she is. And she's not. Guys, I have five kids. You want to know why I have no money right now? I have five kids. Costs a lot of money. Do you have any idea how much child support I paid for the first two, the ones I'm still paying for, how long I'm going to still be paying for them, which is fine. They deserve it. But I'm just saying, like, if you haven't ever tried to raise a child or had a child of your own as a man or woman or paid for the child support and the just... You really, it's hard for you to come up and me to take you serious when you say, well, raising a child is expensive. Is it, Miss 19-year-old, 20-year-old? No one should have them. But burying your head in the sand and pretending they aren't expensive doesn't help anyone. The American healthcare system is so screwed up and having a kid, like the act of giving birth, is so expensive there. It is ridiculous, but it's also expensive in other parts of the world for other reasons. And we need to talk about these different reasons, talk about where the expenses are, so we can actually fix the problems and make sure families get the financial and social support that they need. That's how you help people have more kids, by acknowledging, yeah, it's expensive, and this is how we help. Or rather, that's how you get people who want kids 
to be able to actually have them, you know? Sitting there and saying, what? There's no problem, they're not expensive, you're just a... Uh-oh, Radical Rafter, there's your baby voices. <laughs> Peter, I can fix this by myself, bye. She's got her where she's saying them through a little whistle. Their suggestions, which include endangering their baby by stopping it getting healthcare checkups that it desperately needs. That's not okay. This whole post is so damn irresponsible. And on the Oh shit. Guys, isn't it crazy we live in a world where a woman would be like, this post is irresponsible. Oh, you mean somebody put something on fucking on the internet? Do you know how long that's been going on? Do you have any idea the the levels of things that have been put on the internet? I've seen all manners of things that have been put on the internet. And she's like, this is irresponsible. Oh my God, these soft-ass young kids today, man, I swear. Topic of parenting, Brendan decides to throw a little hate towards single mothers too, as they are often the target for misogyny. Hell yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear it. It's disgusting, I know. Oh, it's not really disgusting, and it's not really hate. See, we don't hate single mothers, we just think that they made bad decisions, which is relevant. A mother can teach her son how to be a good person, but she cannot teach him how to be good at being a man. That's right, ladies. See, ladies, you don't understand this because you're a woman. That's why you don't understand it. And because you're a woman, you refuse to actually look at it with any introspection and think, oh, wait a minute, I'm not a man. Because you've let society, well, the, the whoever's tell you that gender doesn't matter. That's why. So now you're like, I can teach a man to be a man, even though I'm not a man and have never been a man and my dad wasn't around. This is why there are so many T people, in my opinion, is because a lot of these people idolized their mother. They're single mothers. Their dad wasn't around. They idolized their mother, who was probably a good mother, who I'm not even saying was a bad mother. I'm saying their mothers were probably great, hardworking, single mothers. Many of them idolized their mother and wanted to be like their mother. Because what's common in men that are around their father is they idolize their father. They want to be like their father. They want to be the, the man that their father is many times if their father was a decent man. Well, that's ridiculous. And also, I'm sorry, but I think being a good person is enough. Ugh. Simple as that. He then has a post titled, Start a Family, Change the World, in which he says, you think you're going to change the world by not using plastic bags and eating vegan? I think I'm going to change the world by having 10 children and raising them upright. Yeah, that's, that's, that's true, actually. I have five of them. And you make an impact on the world that way. <clears throat> Days, good morning, sir. Good to see you. Ape, good to see you, sir. Welcome, boys. Welcome, welcome. We are not the same. You're right. You're not the same. That first person in that scenario is being... Ooh, mouth agape ape. Slamming her, dude. Well, I mean, not her, I, but that's pretty funny. Being thoughtful, responsible, and trying to take small personal steps which add up to bigger positive effects in reducing the resources they use. You, on the other hand, are putting a huge strain on the world's natural resources, social care systems, education systems, healthcare systems, and for what reason? So you can say, oh, look at me with my 10 kids, I'm going to indoctrinate them all. Huh, huh, huh. Selfish. He then goes on to say that people who... How is it selfish? He's just saying he wants to live his own life. What's selfish is you telling other people how they should or shouldn't be living. I mean, I make suggestions to men myself, but I never tell them outright, well, it's selfish if you don't 
I tell them, no, just do your thing, man. Like, it's all about you, kid. Do your thing. But you're you're out here. You guys have to behave the way I tell you to. You're not doing things the way I want you to. And you should be. Not really, ladies. That's what you don't understand. It's all this craziness is in your head. You think you have the right to tell other people how to live, how to be, or how to even be a man. And you don't know how. You literally don't know how to be a man. Do you know what a petulant damn child you look like when you come up to someone and you're like, let me tell you about how to do brain surgery. You don't know. You've never done it. Don't think I can't do it. Oh, well, you could do it, but you need 20 years of schooling first. I don't need anything. I'm, I'm a woman. Why, women should be able to do what men can do. Yeah, but it's tricky. when Once you get in there, getting the brain right, it's, it gets tricky. I can do it. I'm a powerful woman. Just shut up, please. Don't want kids all selfish and narcissistic. But right. I don't think he really knows. What Women love throwing labels around too. Y'all ever notice that? It's like the more labels they throw around, they're like, this seems smart. The term narcissistic means he uses it a lot in all the wrong contexts. He says the endless pursuit of pleasure and gratification of the senses is not freedom. It's narcissistic self-obsession. Yep. If you want meaning in life, stop worshipping yourself. Something like deciding you don't want kids isn't narcissistic self-obsession and it's not selfish there's absolutely nothing wrong with prioritizing your own needs that's why you're alone rachel is because you prioritize your own needs that's why all your relationships have failed that's why you're in a new relationship now and y'all don't live together so this one will fail as well because you are selfish you don't realize you're doing it you're probably powerless to realize that you're doing it but you're doing it you are being selfish. You want people to behave the way you think they should behave. You want people to do what you think they should do. And you think it's selfish for anyone to have any thoughts of their own. You're a narcissistic control freak, but you don't know this yet. It's fine. Once in life, when it's not to the detriment of anyone else. Not having kids is not selfish. It's not narcissistic. It's absolutely fine. And this man is ridiculous. In the next post, Brendan opens with the title, Choose courtship over dating. And this is a little reminiscent of one of the posts that I spoke about in the other video that I made. Uh, to give you a very brief summary, if you want a long-term relationship, being intentional and self-reflective is a really important thing to do. But it's also important to recognize that not everyone wants a long-term relationship and not everyone wants the same things from a relationship and that's more than okay. Brendan had some good points in his last post. He also had some bad points where he missed out the fact that other people want different kinds of relationships and so on. Uh, no, he didn't. He was making his own point, Rachel. So he did it the way he chose to. So there's see, that's no, there's no wrong way for you to express what you're thinking, gentlemen. But what she's trying to do is saying, well, he missed out on this. No, he didn't. He talked about what he wanted to talk about because he's his own person with free will. I know that seems crazy, women, but some of us men, most of us men are our own person. And sometimes when we say things, we're saying what we want to say. We may not cover all the wide ranges of information flowing around in your noggin, but we we are our own people, women. I'm just trying to get you to understand that like, we're not your children. You're not our masters. We are our own people. This one's a mess because he starts this post by deciding to talk about how cohabiting couples aren't real couples. And you're only a real couple when you're legally married, which is ridiculous. He says, Playing house and living as if you're married when you aren't sets you up for the same potential pain as a literal divorce. Yep. Tread with caution. I mean, on the one hand, yeah, sure it does, because 
it's still a long-term commitment, right? It's still a meaningful relationship. And like all serious relationships, if it does end, yeah, that's gonna hurt for a while. But calling it playing house is so damn patronizing and I- Deal with it, lady. Primo, what's up, sir? Good morning. I hate it. No one is playing anything. Yeah, you are. You're playing house when you live together. It's okay, I've played house before. I mean, you're playing house. No cohabitation, guys. No cohabitation. See, she's, here's the problem. Her new guy probably won't move in with her or let her move in or play house with her. So she's mad at the, that idea. And he probably doesn't want to marry her yet because she even said that he's the new guy. So you know what I mean? Like this is this is where it comes in. And now she wants to be angry about it. Wills, what's up, sir? Good morning. Man, there's a bunch of y'all in the chat. What's going on, boys? It's a real serious commitment, and it is often as meaningful to some people. It's not a real serious commitment, guys. That's such a dumb thing for a young woman to say. Obviously, she's a young woman, but I mean, just what a dumb thing to say, guys. It is not a real commitment when you live with someone. You can live with someone and then on Monday, pack your shit and move out. No commitment, no nothing, no bye-bye. I'm out of here. Now, if the lease is in your name and you're in a certain state, you might have to like get the police to remove the other person because they have rights at that point, squatters' rights, if you've let them live there long enough. But anyways, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be living with anybody. As legal marriage. Not everyone wants a traditional marriage, but plenty of people want to cohabit with the person they love. That you know, it doesn't matter what you want. If the other person doesn't want the marriage and they don't want to cohabitate and they don't want it, then you don't get it. You don't get it then. That's not any less of a commitment. It's just a different way of expressing that commitment. He goes on to say, there's nothing worse than investing months or years into a relationship only to find out that you actually don't want the same things and have misaligned values. Deep yep. attachment to the other causes you to hold on despite your better judgment. This problem is one that you will have to fundamentally change for the relationship to actual work, not a place anybody wants to be. Nope. Again, mixed feelings about this because on some level he's right. There's that little grain of truth in what he says. She's such a patronizing person and she doesn't realize how awful she is. She said something earlier that a man said was patronizing, even though it wasn't necessarily directed at women, but she's actually directing this directly at him. And look at what she says here. Watch what she says. Not a place anybody wants to be. Again, mixed feelings about this because on some level he's right. There's that little grain of truth in what- There's that little grain of truth. So that's very condescending and patronizing, right? There's that little grain of, yeah, so I mean, he, he is kind of a little bit right for a dumb man. Yeah, it's not nice, Rachel. He says, but then he goes on to ruin it and it devolves into a big toxic mess. The little grain of truth is that he's right. These things do hurt. And often people do stick in relationships longer than they should have because they feel like they've already put so much time and effort into it. They don't want to leave. They want to try and make it work. It's the whole sunk cost fallacy. But can we please stop pretending? And I mentioned this very- <laughs> I didn't say she was hot. I said she was kind of, well, you know, I mean, look, slow Tuesday, you know briefly in the last video. Can we please stop pretending? I think I said she looked like a suit, a, uh, what did I say? A pillowcase full of antlers. She's a little skinny, but that's okay. I, I can deal with that. That. 
Homer Simple says she looks tea to him. A relationship ending is the worst thing in the world. It's really not. Sometimes it is the right thing to do. No, it's not, Rachel. Rela Here's the thing, guys. We don't want to be constantly ending relationships, women. You you women do this. Y'all are like, it just, it's not a bad thing to... Yeah, it is. If we waste fucking time on you because you've been pretending to be someone else and then we figure out you're not who you've been pretending you are, yeah, we've wasted time. That is a bad thing for men. Men don't like to waste time. You women have a lot of free time to piss away, but we don't. So it is a bad thing. I know you women don't give a shit if you leave a strewn trail of men with broken hearts across the planet because you women have no problem being scorched earth on any man that you come across at any time you choose. But yeah, that's a problem for men, actually. So you might want to think about the other person instead of yourself all the time. And a relationship ending doesn't make it a failure. It yes, it does. The idea of the relationship is we're not just fucking around here. We're working towards something long-term. That's the whole idea of a relationship. If it's not, then you're literally both just playing, which is fine. I'm not even suggesting it's not, but let's not act like you're talking about a real relationship if you're just talking about sleeping around. Doesn't make it wasted time. Yes, it does. I it's wasted fucking time, guys. If you sat and listened to this lady for fucking two years and she was like, I'm out of here. And you're like, Ugh. I listened to this shit, this drivel for two years. Yes, wasted time, Rachel. Was with my ex down for like four years and lived with him for most of that. And I'd say our relationship was damn successful. Even <sighs> What do you reckon her ex would say about that relationship? Yeah, that was a big success. I wasted four years of my life. You've got to live here rent-free probably. Yeah, Rachel, big success. For you, you got your fucking bills paid. Was not a success for him. Even though it ended, we were right for each other at the time. We built each other up at the time. And then as- You did not build him up in the slightest, Rachel. No offense. We grew into different people and we did grow up and we did mature. Our values and goals- Well, one of you matured. Shifted and changed and stopped being aligned. So we broke up. I call that a success. Sure, the actual breakup hurt, but I know- Sure, it hurt when I lost my arm, but it was a success. I'm so much better and stronger and happier for it, you know? The relationship yes. at the time made me a better person and, and the breakup hurt for a while, but allowing myself to break up and move on and become who I am today made me a better and stronger person. Those are just parts. I don't think so. You've been, you know, stalking this guy's Instagram page for a while. You've made several videos about it and him, so uh i don't i don't think you're okay rachel i think there's some you might want to talk to somebody but <sighs> of life the relationship improved me the breakup improved me that's not a failed relationship that's a damn successful relationship no it's God, women what is wrong with y'all like you you're changing the meaning of words and you're saying that dogs are cats and cats are dogs. like what the what is going on women Yes, by definition, a relationship that ends is a failed relationship. It has been and always will be that. Because did you, you may not know this as a young modern woman that's just out here sleeping around going from man to man to man to man in your quote unquote relationships. 
But yes, when one ends, it's a waste of damn time and men don't have time to waste. You don't have time to waste either. You don't know that now while you're young and semi, you know, but later on, you'll be like, damn, all the time I wasted talking all that shit. Now I'm dead alone and nobody wants me because I'm old. Believe it or not, that's not a, a mean thing to say to you as a man. I'm not trying to be mean to you as a woman. I'm telling you that one day, lottie die, nature will happen. Father time will catch up to you and take away everything that Mother Earth gave you. It's just, and when that happens, look, men, no men anywhere are out here checking for the hot 40, 50, 60 year olds. This doesn't happen. No man out here is like, I'm going to get in a relationship with a 50 year old woman who's had a tough life and now she's set in her ways and angry and bitter. And nope, no man ever says that ever. Nobody is checking for 40 and up women, except maybe 70 and, and up men. Maybe those guys are looking for the younger girls. Relationship that ran its course. I do understand that it's hard to end things, especially after a lot of time together. And yet, if you want a long-term relationship, it's a really good idea to be upfront about your values and goals from the beginning so you can try and align them. No one wants to go into a relationship thinking, oh, when we break up, of course you don't want that to happen. But sometimes it does happen. And sometimes you start out with aligned values and goals and they shift and change and evolve all over time. And sometimes they don't line up anymore. And just because they aren't aligned at the end and you have to break up, that doesn't mean your time together was a waste. I think Brendan is completely wrong in his approach to this. He goes on to say, using physical attraction and sexual chemistry as a primary indicator for long-term compatibility is a very flawed approach. When it comes to deciding if you should spend your entire life with a person, do it from a sober mind, not a mind jacked up on oxytocin that's screaming at you that this person must be the wrong, must be the one. <laughs> Like that. Again, this is one of those posts where there's a grain of truth amongst the toxic swamp. He's right that physical attraction and sexual chemistry should not be your only deciding factor in I swear, man, I love these people that are like 20 years old and they're an expert already. And I'm like, man, you have you have no idea the nature and the complexities of relationships till you've been in and out of them for 40 years. Deciding if you want to be with someone long term. Absolutely. There are plenty of other things you need to discuss too. Family plans, career goals, personal values, what you each imagine daily life looking like, hobbies, interests, all of that stuff. But I think he's wrong to just completely discount physical attraction completely. For many people, having a partner you have good chemistry with is very important. For me personally, it's very important. Obviously Oh, really? Good chemistry with somebody is important? Wow, you're really telling us stuff here, Rachel. Obviously not everyone, but for some people. And I don't think there's anything wrong with saying, I need a partner who has X, Y, and Z values and who I'm also very attracted to. Brendan also seems like someone who is a supporter in not having sex before marriage. He says we should make a dating judgment free from sex-fueled clouded judgment. And while that may work for some people, it is a terrible idea for others. It all comes down to the individuals and what's important to them. No one's saying you have to value this, you have to value this, but you have to figure it out for yourself. You just said that. You just said no one's saying this and no one's saying this, but this is what you said. You just said this. You just did this. And not be afraid to look for those values in a person. You have to do what's right for you, not what some man on the internet tells you you need to do. Right. Why listen to some man with experience? 
with wisdom, with age on you? Why listen to a man that might know better than you? Why listen, you know? Yep. This is, I'm telling you guys, like, this is the, the silliness of this. In another post, he moans about how, at this point, sexual liberation is liberating us from the dignity of being human. Everything she says is a snide remark. Have you noticed that, guys, how bitter she is? What a snake she is as a woman? Every mark that she says about this man, there's a, an undertone there of aggression and anger. Let's watch again and see if I can get the timing right. You, not what some man on the internet tells you you need to do. In another post, he moans about how... He moans about. Remember? In everything she says, there's a little slide slap at the man. This is immature. He moans about. I disagree with this. He's Just everything she says, she makes sure there's at least something in there to direct how you feel about him. Now, that's the definition of a narcissist, guys. When a narcissist doesn't like someone, they want everyone to not like that person. They will go from person to person to person. Oh, this person's no good. This person's no good. Let me tell you some bullshit about this person. Let me tell you about this person. Well, you don't think this person's good. Don't like this person. They want everyone to not like that person because they're a narcissist. I'm not a doctor. Look it up. But that's it. That's what they do. They run around. I don't like this person. So everybody's got to not like this person. At this point, sexual liberation is liberating us from the dignity of being human, which is absolute hyperbolic nonsense. How is there no dignity in a person saying, I like my body, I'm in control of myself, I'm going to do exactly what I want with my body and not let others shame me for doing what's right with me? Well, I mean, if you want to be a whore, be a whore. That's fine. Like, no one's shaming you. Just be a hoe. Like, just if you want to be a hoe, you can be a hoe, Rachel. Like, it's totally cool. But understand that men won't want anything to do with you on the large scale. The large swath of men will be like, oh, yeah, you're free to do what you want with your body. But like, I don't want anything to do with you. If you want to have crazy hair and be a hoe, be a hoe. Like, it's all good. Peace. Bye. Wills coming through, supporting the channel. Thanks so much, Wills. I appreciate it's it. It's a bitch that it gets you some. It's a bitch that it gets you some. It's a bitch that it gets you some. Excellent. Excellent. Love it. Let's get back, Rachel. How is that destroying dignity? It's not. It's really not. I don't think he realizes that the term sexual liberation isn't just about, oh, I have sex with anyone anytime regardless of the consequences. No, it's not that at all. It's also about having the power and freedom to choose what we do sexually when we want to without judgment. And that- Oh yeah, you want to be a hoe. Okay, that's fine. Like there's nothing wrong with that if that's what you want to do. I should be free to do whatever I want with my body sexually without any judgment. Well, here's the thing. You're free to do whatever you want with your body, but you don't have control over other people. You want to have control over other people and what they think because you think that you're an all powerful being, but you're not. You're a petulant child. But understand that what you're saying is you want to be free of judgment. You are not free of other people doing what other people want to do. Other people have the right to do what other people want to do. You don't get to dictate if they judge you or not because they're other people. See, you want to play God. You want to be God and tell people, well, I want to do whatever I want. No one should ever think twice about it. People have the right to think twice about it. People have their own mind and their own free will Believe it or not, women, government, everyone, human beings have their own right and their own free will. 
So you're free to do what you want, but other people are free to be like, look at this hoe. She's out here hoeing it up. But by all means, Rachel, continue trying to fight against the grain to control the minds of everyone on the planet and have them think the way you think they should think and not judge whores for being whores. It's fine. It's people who want to wait until marriage. That includes people who only have sex in long-term relationships, people who have casual sex, people who have multiple partners in ethically non-monogamous relationships, people who don't want to have sex at all. It includes making sure all people who want it have access to birth control and contraception so they can be safe from STDs and unwanted pregnancies. It means getting people comprehensive sex education so they can be educated and figure out for themselves what- Oh, if they were just educated. See what, see what a conniving woman this is, guys? Listen to her. Oh, if they, they could be educated, then they- Oh, so if they just were programmed like you have been programmed by the feminist. If they could, if we could just re-educate them, yeah, you know who else wanted to re-educate people? Mm-hmm. What they do and don't want. It means talking to people about con What a, just a, the, the insanity of this lady here. If we could just re-educate people as to what they want. Can, imagine that statement. If we could just re-educate or educate people, they could have the educate of what they want. Education, so they can be educated and figure out for themselves what they do and don't want. Well, didn't they figure that out before and you said they weren't educated? When they came to their own conclusion, you said they weren't educated. And now you're saying, but if we could educate them, then they could figure out what they want. They already figured it out. It means talking to people about consent and making sure they understand it. It means listening to people who have been sexually assaulted or raped. Sexual liberation means allowing- Why? Look, we don't have to listen to them. We don't have to listen to them. Here's the, the thing, ladies. No offense. I don't, I disagree with grape. I'm not, a, I don't, not in any way. I think it's horrible. Why should everyone on the planet have to stop what the fuck they're doing and listen to you? Yes, you went through something traumatic. We're all sorry about it. None of us are responsible for it. What the fuck do you want us to do? Bake you a set of cookies? I'm sorry if you went through something. It's not, I didn't have anything to do with it. But I got to stop and listen to every single victim? Why? How does that help? How does that help them? What does that do to my life? Or my, you know what I'm saying? Like my sense of mental health. If I have to sit and listen to every victim just for what, just to listen, just to hear what, ha why, how, what, what does that do? Oh, if you just listen to all of them, just hear them all. Um, uh, okay, why? I'm not like an investigator. I can't help in any way. Why do I have to hear everyone? What's the problem? All kinds of lifestyles to be okay and not be shamed. You don't shame someone for having partners. You don't shame someone for not having. I do whatever I want when it comes to my own thoughts. Like if I want to think somebody should be doing something different, just like you're doing right now, I just say, yeah, you know, they shouldn't be doing this or maybe they should be doing this, but they're definitely a hoe if they're having lots of partners because that's the definition of hoes. Chaos for you, supporting the show. One of the goals of feminism was to destabilize and break down societal norms. Well, they've, they're doing it. Thank you, chaos. It looks like it's uh, unfortunately happening. Isn't that what Mao did? Yep. Yeah, it seems to follow a very socialist, communist type of, uh, you know what I mean? You will think the way I tell you to think. 
you will only have the information that I allow you to have. Yeah, it seems like it, honestly, quite frankly. Pope in the building. Pope says he likes cookies. <laughs> partners. It's all ends of the spectrum. Also, sorry, my tongue is rumbling. I'm quite hungry. <laughs> I don't see how allowing people to have bodily autonomy is removing their dignity. That is an absolutely ridiculous claim with no substance, and Brendan is completely wrong. No, you feel guilty, and you feel like if you talk about it enough, people will believe your chitter-chatter. But the truth is, the only reason you have a problem with this at all is because you feel called out as a hoe because of, I guess, your body count or whatever. But the truth is, if you didn't feel guilty, you wouldn't even address this. But you do feel guilty. He then decides that anyone who disagrees with him and cares about and accepts other people is a victim of what he calls wokeism. This sounds, I, I, it sounds about right, yeah. He says wokeism is a scam. Living a godless, self-centered existence where sex is treated as cheap and meaningless is a yes. destructive path. We yes. glorify prolonged... This is the thing that women don't understand. Men that built the world and did everything and did all this stuff, it was because we were doing it because of the sanctity of the virgin wife. Our wives, our, the woman we love, it, we had this special woman and she had this special thing, sex, her sex uh, experience with her as an individual that we men cherished so much and we put so much importance on it. And we thought that the woman would cherish that and make that also a special thing, because if anyone can have it, it's not special. But if only one man can have it, then it's very special. It's something that, you know, it's a great honor to have been given by the woman. And I mean that women like it's when you do it with just one, you have like one partner, like that's an honor for that man to receive it and for you to give it. And there's so much important and symbolization there that society has functioned this way for so long for a reason. It's symbolically important of you and him to accept one another and give to one another. But when sex is everywhere and easy and it means nothing, the whole thing is fucking pointless other than the procreation part. And y'all obviously aren't interested in that. You know, you're snuffing them out as fast as you can. So what's special at that point? Nothing sacred. Is that what you're saying? Literally nothing is sacred. There's no value to you at all. I'm not saying there's no value. I'm telling you this was your value as a woman was this amazing gift that you had. And that is the sexual experience with you as one woman that you might give that to one man. And that would be a very sacred thing between the two of you because it was just the two of you. But we've gotten so far away from that now that what's the fucking point of any of it? It's not special anymore. Adolescence and then wonder why we're miserable and lacking in purpose and meaning. We glorify being single and able to focus on ourselves forever and ever and wonder why we are unhappy. Living solely for yourself is not freedom. It's narcissism and self-obsession. And seriously, can he stop using the word narcissism when he clearly doesn't know what it actually means? But he does re Boy, if that ain't the pot calling the kettle black guys and the narcissism thing, I don't know what is. Realize that plenty of people are happy and single, right? In fact, there have been studies shown, and I've spoken about this in detail in other videos, studies have shown that single women in their 40s without kids are pretty much the happiest group of people out there. People like Brendan are fear-mongering for no reason, and it's ridiculous. Just Yeah, no reason. Yeah, no reason for concern, guys. Nothing's going on with women. Don't worry about it. Nothing's changing.
No need for concern. Let people live. Let people be happy how they want to be. And also, let people make their own mistakes. That's okay too. Our broken society tells young people that they can make a difference by becoming vegan, never having children, and supporting every woke ideological cause. <laughs> okay, everything else aside, what does this guy have against being vegan? He's been It sucks. Uh, vegans. You're, here's the thing that people have a problem with that you don't understand is you're so infinitesimally uninformed about the processing of plants to make them look like meat or to make them taste in a certain way. You don't realize how much more that actually takes to process in a big factory that's using power and electricity and burning coal somewhere in some generator. And like you, you think you're doing this great, wonderful thing and you're saying like you're, but what you're really doing is causing a lot more harm to the planet just to process the food further to get it to where you like it to be, you know, look like meat or taste like meat or why don't I just eat some meat? Like, isn't, you know. I've been so anti-vegan in so many posts. Um, it's ridiculous. I think, honestly, he's probably just feeling guilty and insecure about his own selfish choices and the fact he doesn't do anything himself to help. Right, he's feeling guilty, him. Not you, but he, right, he's he's not stalking someone's Instagram post and making videos about multiple posts. He's feeling guilty. He's the problem. With this all the environment, and now he's just like taking it out on people who do good stuff. Like that. In reality, uh -huh. feeling guilty and ashamed for being human is never going to create a positive impact. Embrace common sense and reject cultural lies. I don't think saying, hey, um, I just want to accept people the way they are. I want to the environment. I want to make our planet a nice place to live. I don't think that's feeling guilty about. How are you helping the environment? I mean, that, that's what I don't understand. How are you helping the environment? It takes way more to process these foods, these plants and stuff into your processed foods. So how are you helping? being human but maybe that's just me he says building a family and a thriving marriage is the path towards creating a multi-generational legacy but i find it funny how he cares about creating multi-generational legacies when it's just about pumping out babies but not when it's about things like reducing waste and doing things that actually help the environment and that will actually help future generations he doesn't care about that he just wants to have a lot of sex and get a woman pregnant so she can't run away from him he so she can't run away from them. What a broken woman. And says building a high notch count. And I really hate that term. It's horrible. You hate the term high notch count? Why? I mean, children, I swear. Is the path towards STDs, broken families, a lost yep. soul, and yep. an impaired ability to truly pair bond with another yep. human being. Oh Choose man, great point. Wisely. Again, this is something I spoke. What'd she say this guy's name was? I'm gonna go follow this guy. He sounds like he knows what he's talking about. Talking about uh, before in a number of videos, actually. But my main issue here is with the pair bond argument. I hate this so much. Humans. You know, Riff Raff, I thought that earlier too. Quite frankly, earlier I was like, is she having an Adam's apple? What's going on here? She looks a little. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. I was. Hmm. Uh... I did not realize that. Yeah, good point. Yeah, blah 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 blah. Yeah, man, they they don't they have no idea. 
They have no idea how much farming and over farming to make all their vegan shit literally strips the earth of all of its nutrients and they have to reapply nutrients. They have to grow more and more and more and more and more. And look, vegetables are great. I'm not down on vegetables, but can we stop trying to make us, you know, fucking zucchini taste like a steak? Can we stop with this horseshit? Eat a steak. Do not lose their ability to pair bond. You don't have a limited amount of love you can give or a limited amount of people you can bond with in life. That doesn't happen. Everybody yes, it does. Yes, it does. You know how it does, guys? Remember your first love? Remember how special that first one was? You know how all the ones after that first one were, weren't quite as special and then the last one wasn't as special and then each one is progressively a little less special typically? That's because your ability to pair bond starts wearing thin because you're like, eh, none of this shit means anything. This whole fucking thing's pointless. Once you've banged like 50 girls, you're like, oh, this holds no value at all. The neighbor an individual and there are studies to suggest that because of certain structures in our brain that we're likely born with because of how many of certain neurotransmitters we have or don't have that will determine how we as individuals are more likely to be maybe monogamous or polyamorous but there still needs a lot more research done into it thing is that's all decided by biology at birth whether we're more like more or less likely to be monogamous or polyamorous there is absolutely no research out there that suggests that having sex with any number of people affects the neurotransmitters in our brain like that and makes us more or less likely to bond with future partners yeah well that's because you can't measure that dipshit no offense to you rachel but since you called the other guy an idiot i think it's only fair um, you can't just go into the brain and be like, well, this brain, this brain's experience. This is let's how do we measure that? Well, where's the section in the brain that tells you how many partners you had? <laughs> Dummy. The number of partners a person has has never destroyed a person. Especially yes. A woman's ability. Yes, it has. Mo like you can't even argue this. I really, she's just talking. It's crazy. To pair bond. That is misogynistic nonsense from a bunch of red-pilled idiots, and it all stems from them misunderstanding a research paper in the 1970s or 80s on one particular species of prairie vole that they then thought they could apply to humans. It is ridiculous. This whole, ooh, people can't pair bond. No, none of that is true. It is an absolute myth. The last two posts we're going to look at today start with Brendan sharing this. Yeah, sex is cool, but have you ever made plans with a woman to raise a family on an off-grid citadel equipped? Yeah, he says citadel. Wow, okay. Equipped with its own power supply, bison farm, and rainwater filtration system? I have not, but it sounds horrific. I'll stick with sex, thank you. He then follows this up with, The person that sexual promiscuity hurts the most, beside yourself, is your future spouse. Keep them in mind. And oof, this one makes me angry. This, ooh, this, <laughs> this one makes me so, so angry. I will keep saying it. As long as you're being safe and consensual and communicating properly, you're not hurting anyone. Not yourself, not your future partners. And of course, if you're looking to be with someone long term, you want you and them to share the same values. Absolutely fine. Nothing wrong with that. But there's absolutely tons of people out there who aren't going to be interested in or bothered by your past sexual activities, partners, whatever. Some people might care, sure. And if you're one of the people who cares about... Boring. This lady's, you know, 
Boring. 100% emotion. Yep, she's just talking, just spitting out word salad. It really is the only solution, guys. I think that's the whole idea between the MGTOW and all this. It's just really just no point in even talking to them or having anything to do with them. They're out of their mind. They're out of their mind. This girl's up here talking about this like she's well-educated and has years of life experience, but she don't know nothing about nothing. She really doesn't, guys. She has a little experience. Let's find out if she's broken and what her educational background is and how smart she is. Let's find out how competent she is. Now, one, she did write a poetry book, guys. So poetry, I mean, you know, you guys figure it out yourself. But here we go. Let's read. Rachel Oates, YouTuber, poet. I mean, that's, you know, you wrote a book about poetry. So kind of, I guess. Photographer. Oh, photographer. How long did you go to school for that? And dog mom. Mom, guys. Yo, she's here to educate, entertain, and empower all my viewers. Been making videos since 2017. Okay. Looks like a uh, single mom here. Again, we see we've got a midriff showing tight top with the boobs out. Boobs are out here. So, yeah, she's super sexual. As of October 22, I'm currently 29. Uh-oh, I think we found the problem, guys. Currently 29 years old. 29, huh? You don't say. Oh, your dog, you say. You've got a nine-year-old bull terrier. Oh, oh, and you adopted it. Aren't you so woke? This is great. This is a literal parody of this shit, guys. I'm incredibly passionate about supporting barbarcy. I don't even know what, oh, animal shelters. Oh, Jesus Christ. Adopt, don't shop. Boy, she's hitting all of the stuff, guys. Her first job was at 14. She's also done charity work and at charity shops and animal shelters. Oh, guys. Oh, well, here's more about her dog. Here's more about her dog. Oh, her birthday's in March. Okay, well, here you see it, guys. Favorite food, beef and cheese. Really? After doing the whole vegan rant thing? All right. Favorite snacks, whatever. Oh, beef and cheese. This is her dog's information. Oh, God damn it. She sidetracked me. Now I'm looking at all her dog's favorite stuff. This chick is up. Oh, here's more pictures of the dog. I hadn't seen any pictures of a guy in here anywhere for her to be such a love expert. Dog, 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 dog. Dog. Guys, if you were her boyfriend, you think you'd be able to uh, compete with this dog? If you were her boyfriend, you're going to compete with that dog? Education and background. Small town, blah, 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 blah. Grammar school. Yeah. Studied the University of Warwick. Is that something? I don't know. First year biomedical student, blah, 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 blah. Specialized. Oh, with the intention to specialize in neurology, but realize that's not what I wanted with my life. Ah, 
Right, okay. Focused on marketing. Oh, marketing, how's that working? I, how are you, you know, you're studying marketing or you studied marketing, but your idea is that you're going to alienate half of the planet's population. How does that work? I mean, if you're a marketer, it's about demographics. You guys know this. So how exactly is it that you... I'm just I'm just guessing, like, how are you a good marketer if you're immediately turning uh, half the planet away as a business person? Because, I mean, men that see her behaving in this manner or talking in this manner are going to be like, well, I mean, you know, I wouldn't do any business with this person. She's obviously out of her mind. It is what it is. Anyways, boys, I'm going to go get ready for a good old day. Go get me some coffee and get this day started. Hope everyone's doing great. Thanks for coming by at the 7 a.m. show. It's good to see you guys. Anyways, yeah, how can she? Yeah, I think she gave up on the neurology thing because it wasn't what she wanted. It sounds like she likes to give up on things and then say it wasn't what she wanted. Men, jobs, you name it, education. So it is what it is. Anyways, boys, I'm Johnny. I'm getting out of here. You guys have a great day. Enjoy your day, guys. Get some good work done. Here's some corpse. Feel like lightning when you lie to me. Can't trust the soul. I'm dealing silently, silently. We fall out like leaves on autumn trees. Wish I could be what I ought to be, ought to be. I don't wanna focus on the problems. I said I'm gonna move on, move on, try to live and toss it. I'ma be the only one to finish what it started. The living legend, see it to your brain, I come and die to. Hollow when I've been inside, they think they're gonna watch. I was blinded, I'm reaching on my face, and though it's sharp in my wallet. Kissing on my neck, I got it lost in my conscience. Ripping on the way she wanna go for it.